Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever you are. This is the Master's Voice. I am Zetla Clay IV, and I am here with brother, brother Deacon Eddie Thomas. And uh, we go right, get right into it. We go talk about the resurrection and what happens after. Um, so, how you doing today, first of all? Good afternoon, uh, Zettler. How you doing? This is Deacon Eddie Thomas. Uh, all is well. Right on, right. I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Um, so, we just had resurrection. We just had Easter Sunday, in which we celebrated the... Um, the resurrection, the, the life, rise, death and resurrection, right? The life and resurrection, and you know now we're in this period where you have this life after death period, and in 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 the Bible there was a story of you know those who the disbelievers who didn't the doubting Thomases, the doubting Thomases, um, the Cleopas, they yes. didn't want to accept that the resurrection had occurred, um, and it, it gets me thinking how we often don't accept how we can live in victory. And we have a tendency to acquire this victim consciousness. Mentality, yes. You know, like, so So, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how, how do we walk in victory? Well, first of all, we must trust and believe in the Lord. That's our first and foremost thing. Because we know that the Lord will never, ever give us more than we can bear. He will never leave us nor forsake us. So, with that in, with that in mind, we have to know that we are always living in victory. We're not a victim. Things happen to right. people all around the world. They're going to happen every day. There's, like the Bible says, life is short and filled with trouble. So everybody's going to encounter some rainy days. But see, how you respond to those rainy days, it shows the Christianity in you and your level of faith. Yeah, why is it so easy to accept like that rainy days are a way of life? Because because the Bible says you're going to have those. Every man and woman born in America is going to have a rainy day. The right. is going to come. That just goes without saying. But your faith and how you handle those rainy days is a testament to your Lord How do you translate That from what you read you know, We read all the time About how You must have belief Without faith It is impossible To please God it is How do you translate That to the actual Knowing See as a Christian As a Christian And as a believer People are always Watching you If, you, if they see you're a Christian You tell people I'm a Christian I love God I follow God right. I do what God's teaching So you have those people That are doubting Or waiting for you To stumble and fall See, how you react to adversity and trials and tribulations is a testament to your Christianity. It shows people like, because people are going to say, I knew you were a Christian, you're going back to doing what you used to do. Or you ain't a Christian, I knew. But see, people are people. Right. We are, we are, we're not perfect. No one is perfect. So, with that being said, how do we handle it? We, we stay focused on our faith. We make sure that everything we do and try to do as best we can is in line with God's will. Right, right. And you do that by, you know, getting rid of distractions or understanding yes. what distractions are and sidestepping it. Um, that's funny what you, you just said something, how people, they wait for the stumble and then they say, aha, yes. I, I knew you wasn't about that life like yes. you said it was. But to me, that misses the point. When you profess that you are a follower of Christ, it's not to say that you're not going to stumble. Absolutely. You know, and... People, people would tend to have you think that well, once you say this, you got to be. It's like folks say, "I'm a vegan, I'm a vegetarian," and then the one time they eat meat, yeah. somebody be like, "Aha, I, I knew, knew you, you wasn't no vegan." I, but that doesn't mean that you're not a vegan or vegetarian. That just means that's kind of like what you that's that's your life's goal. Yes. That's what you strive toward. Yes, it's the same thing with with Christ, right? Absolutely. We got, we as Christians, we fall, we slip, we have temptations like every other human being. There are some pastors out there who know. And uh, you know, and deliver the word every Sunday, but they let me those thoughts don't come into their head. Those feelings, right. those feelings, they don't come into their head. I mean, when they, whether they act on them or not is a different thing. But they, those temptations do come. Satan came at Jesus Christ on a mountain when he was praying. Right. 
Now, if we, if we came to Jesus Christ, trying to tempt Jesus with, with, to, to, to tempt Jesus, offer him bread and food and the kingdom, at, offer him all these things. At, at Jesus' weakest moments. At his weakest moments. But Jesus was the only man that could say no. Because how can you give me something that's not yours? Right. This, this, is my, this is my father's kingdom. It's not yours. So how can you offer me something that's not yours? But he was, he was trying to tempt Jesus. Men, is, men are much more fallible. They're weaker. So how can how can a man not, sometimes we don't use temptation, but the temptation is there always. We were born into sin. Yeah. And as church leaders, um, you know, I guess it could be hard for some people to realize, but as we know, like we're attacked just like anybody else we'll on, on a spiritual level. We'll take we'll take more than the non believer. Right. Right, because the standards are yes, higher. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm gonna ask you, how long did it take you um in life to get to this point of of Christ consciousness Have you always had it Ever since you were little Or did you yeah, have to well, go see, Through a little journey I started coming to this church Remember I started coming to this church Through that pathway Behind us here uh, Almost 40 something years ago And I've been a member Of this church Over 46 years Yeah and Shout this out church, This church was founded and uh, By your by your father, grandfather mm-hmm. The year I was born So I know exactly How old this church is <laughs> The year I was born Is the year this church Was erected And I've been And I've been uh, Believing all my life, but it, it, my consciousness didn't come into effect till my early teen years when I really, really learned how to pray. I mean, learn how to pray because I wanted one something for Christmas, and I, that's why I started praying. It was, it was, it was out <laughs> like of, everybody. It was, yeah, I mean, it was, it was out of need. It was out of need, and I ain't gonna tell you no story. This, this is the truth. I, I really wanted this bicycle for Christmas at an age, and I started to pray. And my mother and father kept telling me, "No, we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it." And on Christmas Day, it was there, and I said, "God, answer my prayers." So and, then and I, ever then since, I really, yeah. yeah. Kind of been on well, that way. I don't know. I know he answers prayers. I mean, I'm not always praying for things now because I've gotten older and I got more mature in my uh, walk, Christian walk. But now I know how to pray for other people. Prayers of intercession. Mm-hmm. I pray for things not material now. I know how to pray for health and I pray for people's uh, deliverance from from addictions. Right. So I've learned how to pray and I, and I use that that weapon, something that that Satan despises. But anytime you call the name of Jesus. Satan trembles because he know with you and Jesus he can, he'll be defeated. Indeed, as a church leader, what's the most challenging um, aspect for you to grasp in, in your communications with the congregation, with members of the church? Well, we need to be on one accord. It's kind of people are different, and we're gonna have differences of opinion. But what we need to do it when the majority of the people comes to have a consensus then that's what we should go with right. everybody's not going to get their way in the church I'm not going to get my way all the time the pastor's not nobody's going to get their way all the time in the church but the, what's best for the majority of the people is what we should go with and that's, this is my biggest problem with this group then we start to split and divide that's what the devil tried to do he tried to divide and conquer us if we can stand strong he can't defeat us but if we start separating us he can start getting back in their own mindset and everybody want to get them going off their own way then this is how he defeats us mm. so I'm, I'm going to um I'm gonna get a deep, a little deep for a second. So you mentioned the devil, and do you? Let me backtrack. Do you believe that everything happens for the good of God that we encounter? Yes, everything happens for the good of God, so, and God allows certain things to happen in our lives. Right. So, so, so sometimes we lose our faith, or sometimes we lose our way, and God has a way of getting our attention back. So He allows certain things to happen. Nothing right. happens without God's knowledge. So it's the devil an agent of God. In essence, in essence, yes, because God, because uh, the devil will say, "Well, Lord, let me attack certain people, like He did Job." Well, yes, he did with Job. But let me attack certain people, and God will say, "Well, yea or nay," on the issue, on the issue, because you right. can't, you can't, you can't. He won't not let the devil attack nobody without his knowledge. Right. You cannot, because right. God knows everything. He already right. knew way before the beginning of Earth and time. So with Him knowing all, with Him knowing all these things, He allows certain things to happen in our lives. 
because he wants to bring us back to the fold. Now he'll say, well, all right, say you can do this right here. You can do so much. I allow, allow so much. Yeah. Stop right there. Yeah. And then, God, your reaction is how you handle that. How do you deal with that, that adversity you just came up with? How do you deal with that death in the family? Do you go and still you don't believe in God anymore? Or mm-hmm. I give up, Lord. You let mm-hmm. me down. You, uh, uh, you, I, I, don't, I don't believe you anymore, Lord. You just took my love one from me. Right. And I'm not going to church anymore. I'm not. And we, we, we miss out on going to church because the Bible tells us we don't, don't forsake the, the, the assembly. Don't stop going to church. Don't forsake the assembly of Christ. If you are going to church, you need to be dealing with like-minded people, people who think like you do, like-minded Christians. Keep you stronger on the path. Absolutely. That's what that's what it's all about. Can you can somebody give you belief or believe something that a person has to no, conjure up no. within themselves? No, belief belief comes from within yourself. Come from within. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You can be taught, you can be taught, you can be programmed to do anything, but belief is something that has to do with on your own, on your inner, inner self. Uh-huh. It has uh-huh. to come from within yourself. That belief, because you believe you believe the sun's gonna shine. You believe that it's gonna rain today because it's cloudy outside. Right. But belief in Christ is something that you have to really experience for yourself. Right. And so you got to go through things. You really do. You got to hear things, and you have to have the willingness to sit and reflect. Because a lot of people go. I've seen people, <laughs> brother. I see people who go through the same type of problem. When I say go through them, I'm talking about making the same decisions. And expecting different something outcome. different to happen, and I'm thinking like, and I, I would say, you, you know, you've done this before. We've 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 seen this movie before. Absolutely, it's a rerun. You keep doing the same thing over and over. You expect a different outcome. It's not going to happen. But so so you got to have this willingness to like reflect, so you can understand like what you've been doing isn't working. Not only reflect, but to confess. Right. Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Right. You can go to God and say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. Help me. Send your Holy Spirit to guide me. I need these, I need this from you, Lord. I mean, a lot of people. You can talk to God, you can talk to anybody else. He knows you. He knows mm-hmm. your heart. But he wants to hear it from you. Lord, I made a mistake, Lord. I have sinned again, Lord. I know I did the same sin yesterday. Forgive me, Lord. Help me to repent. Help me to change my ways. I can't do it by myself. I'm not strong enough to do this by myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we're approaching our exit. So I'm, I'm gonna ask you one thing, and um, we'll close out. Like, how can we show through our daily actions our belief? And the resurrection power. What are some t- tidbits that you keep in mind in your daily life to show the first, resurrection first power? First one is love. You gotta love your neighbor as you love thyself. You know, you gotta have hope. You know, those five candles that love, hope, peace, Jesus. Those those, those five candles represent something. Right. And forgiveness. Right. You got you have to have those in your life. You have to have forgiveness in your life because if you want to be forgiven for your sins, how can you say I ain't gonna forgive you because you did this to me? Right. Like you're special. You gotta extend that same yeah, grace. Yeah, like that same that, grace. That like like you're you. special because they did it to you. Oh no, I'm not gonna forgive you. You did this to me. You really? That's a that's a common human trait. And that's the, and that's the one of the worst. That's one of the worst things. God, I mean, Jesus forgave those people who had just nailed him to a cross before he died. His last thing he said before he died was, forgive them, Lord, for they know not what they do. do. He, they just hung him on the cross. They just hung this man on the cross and left him to die. And he actually told he forgave them. Yeah, it wasn't after the pain. It was during the pain. Yes, during like, the pain. Before, <laughs> before he said it is finished. Before, yeah. he, before his last words. He forgave him. So how can you not forgive somebody for doing something as trivial as cutting you off on the highway or cheating on you or lying to you how do you feel like forgive somebody for those things that are so trivial when this man was hung nailed to a cross and he forgave people that did it to him 
Indeed, indeed. So everybody, this has been the Master's Voice. We got to get off this Already? exit. Yeah, yeah. Hey, <laughs> we'll be back for another I'll episode. I, I, I got, I got to keep you going. But um, hey, you can reach us at c o t m a t l dot com. Church of the Master acronym ATL. You can also reach us on SoundCloud and on iTunes where podcasts are. And brother Eddie Thomas Deacon, it's been a pleasure. Thank you, sir. It's been a pleasure. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. God bless.